and welcome to Women Like Us, our new podcast. Um, yes, we are still friends, mm-hmm. aren't we, Lillian? Yeah. Well, just behave. Uh, I'm Jennifer Hudson. And I'm Lillian Balin. Yes, and we like to talk about stuff that's caught our eye in the press, yep. don't we, over the course of the week. Stuff that matters to us, stuff that doesn't matter to us. Yeah, we like talking about anything, really. We'll just have a natter about anything. Uh, and once again, we're going to be setting the world to rights over the next 20 minutes or so. Um... What should we talk about, Lydian? What's been on your mind? Have you ever lived in a tree? Where have you got that topic from? That's not on the list. It's on my list. Lived in a tree. Have you just written that in? Yeah. Let me give you some context. Please. I have been, as you know, going to several different psychiatrists searching for a diagnosis for years and years now, searching for, you know, just a sort of a, a kind of explanation. Explanation, I think. It's a better word s- than diagnosis. Yeah. Anyway, I went to a fantastic um, psychiatrist who, who, who um, specialises in repressed memory. Okay. And we we didn't really have much luck. I think I was the only uh, client of hers that hadn't really managed to unearth a, a sort of, you know, bog-standard abuse memory. And it was frustrating. But what we did come up with um, in the end was that I... I kept going back to this place where I was grubby and dirty. My fingernails were full of dirt and I just kept saying caterpillars and she didn't know what that was about. And it turns out that we think that I, as a sort of act of early rebellion against my parents, who apparently were non-abusive, disappointingly, um, I uh, went and lived in the apple tree in our garden. My mother has no recollection of this, of course, but then she hasn't been to this psychiatrist Oh, you think her memory of it's repressed as well? I'm sure of it. And obviously my father's dead. So it turns out that I I upsticked and went and lived in our apple tree. Uh, You know, there was no tree house. We we were, you know, piss poor, as you know. I mean, Mm. not, you know. No. Nice. We had a nice nice apple tree at the end of the garden. Yeah, but, you know... um, Poor, uh, well, not poor, but you know, not rich. I think we mean is you didn't have an. I didn't have an, um, a, a tree house. I think we mean is you were the poorest person at your school. Yes, it's all relative, isn't it? Yes, and I didn't have a tree house. No, um, but I went and lived in the tree and slept um, on branches, hmm. sometimes naked. Um, and this uh, was all revealed by this psychiatrist. This psychiatrist, um, we've, we've doing the repressed yeah, memories. Yeah, so it explains a lot, and I feel. What does it feel, explain? Well, it explains the panic attacks. And the aversion to trees. How long did you live up there? Well, we think it was a period of about three months and we think I probably foraged um, to survive. And in what way did you forage? And, you know, this is, we're talking about when I was nine, so um, I think I must have eaten grubs literally hand Mm -hmm. to mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, But you were just in a tree at the end of the garden? Yeah. Why didn't you eat the apples? Well, there's... That is one of the best questions you've ever asked. Um, Good point. I mean, presumably there was a level of psychological unrest and Mm. maybe that was the easy way out. Mm. Maybe as a young child, I didn't know that you could eat apples. No. Maybe I had an an allergy to apples. Can I ask you another question? Mm. Don't take this the wrong way. Mm. How much are these sessions costing you with this psychiatrist? Well. Just out of interest. They're expensive. Yes. I made because she's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't go to her and not not have a repressed memory. So she guarantees you a repressed memory, is what you're saying, as part of the package. Well, it's not. It's not something that she shouts about mm-hmm. um, because it's sensitive. But she, you want. She's never had a client who hasn't 
ended up and, and that's what was weird because I wasn't finding them you know yeah. and um, so having waded through the kind of endless sort of banal mm, quite mm. standard memory childhood memories yeah, happy memories yeah yeah she has managed to uncover a period of time which trauma where your mother has no recollection of, yeah. where you say you lived in the apple tree at the yeah, end of your garden. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, don't... I was homeless essentially, mm. a child like on the street, home at the end of the at the other end of the garden. I was I I was living under the stars. That's right. how I, you know. But what I'm interested in is that if this did happen at all, it, yeah. And let's just say, for the sake of argument, that perhaps what you're really remembering is a couple of hours where you got stuck up the tree, and perhaps your mother was unaware, and then eventually had to come out and just help you down. Okay. A fair, a more sort of standard run okay. of the mill memory, right. for a child. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, hypothetically, let's say not you, but maybe another client like you, mm. who had a sort of tranche of very boring standard memories went to this very expensive psychiatrist mm. she realizes the 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 gigs up you know give wants to keep you involved wants to keep this person involved and then kind of <clears throat> alights on something to do with living up an apple tree and mm. then kind of embellishes it and pulls it out of all proportion um to exaggerate it to make the client the hypothetical client feel that they got value for money what would you say to what? a person like that i mean you're Hang on. So you're saying that she is just keeping me coming because I'm paying her a lot of money. I'm I'm having to carry on going to her, which she doesn't want to do. She has explicitly said to me, I don't want to carry on seeing you because I've unearthed your repressed memory. But because Now it's, go away because, and leave me alone. But she said, unfortunately, because it's traumatic, it's kind of, she said to me, it's kind of my job to say to you that for your mental health sake, you need to keep coming. Right. And and you know that was a big of her because so she feels it's a duty of care. It's to not keep even her job money. because yeah right. because you know once she's unearthed the, the repressed memory her her job is kind of done mm. but she can see that it's um, you know for my sake. Unfortunately, I had started going uh, thinking there was an article in it and that they would pay for the sessions, but they have withdrawn. And all I would say to any listeners out there is don't buy Red Magazine. Mm. So you've been lumped with the bill. For this sort of completely it's a cod psychology magazine, anyway, I wouldn't want to write for them anyway. No, I know. Well, if you're going to get anything, you're going to get it from Psychology's Mag. The clue's in the name, isn't it? Have you tried them? No. You'll have to come up with a better repressed memory. Than I know. That. That's that's what she said. Ah, uh, here's a thing. Here's a here's a possibility, right? So let's say the repressed memory for you is a non-starter. Mm-hmm. There's just nothing there. Yeah. And any memory that has been repressed is not repressed because it's traumatic. It's because it's so boring. It's not worth remembering. Right. OK. Have you ever considered going back beyond your own childhood memories into past lives? Because that's something I'm fascinated mm. about. Fascinated. I mean, what I would say is all memories are traumatic, even if they're just boring. No, like they're you... not. No, they're not. Mm, they could be. I think you do your parents I think, quite a big disservice. I think the trauma is, in ha- is up to me. OK. Is how I what it does to me when I remember it. So I don't think you can say mm-hmm. that my so-called bog standard ordinary happy childhood memories are not traumatic. For for one person that's a great childhood. Childhood for another person that's a trauma. Right. Anyway, I, has it helped out of interest? You said you said initially that you were going to these very expensive psychiatrists to seek for a diagnosis or an explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this this uncovering of this repressed memory where you were up an apple tree for a bit mm. um, has. Uh, has that helped you in any way? Has has it provided the explanation or the diagnosis you were looking for? It's 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 explained a lot to me. It's what? Ex- what has it explained? Well, 
I don't like going into woods. Hmm. You're not going to get 800 words out of that. I'm not into gardening. the best in the world. I just don't think people are going to give a shit. I can't hold down a relationship. Oh, well, now we're yeah. getting somewhere. I mean, this is this is what it was all about, really, mm. was why can't I get a man to stay with me? Mm-hmm. And she's kind of unlocked for me that I'm not psychologically normal because right. my experience hasn't been normal. You know, I, I, I'm doing inverted commas with my, my fingers. But interesting what you say about former lives yeah. because that's something I have yet to do and the moment I get um, maybe a commission about that, that's something I'm really I'm willing to be a guinea pig really? because I feel there's a lot of stuff bubbling up. I have had the odd kind of m- memory, again in inverted commas, of a sort of Joan and Arc kind of uh, former life mm-hmm. being burnt at the stake. That's been a dream I've had more than once. Right. Um, maybe you were a witch. No, I've, well, maybe a sort of a, a heroic woman who had been accused of being a witch. Yes, no, sorry, I wasn't, sorry, don't take I, me too literally. I, I mean, meant, yes, I just have, I use the word witch pejoratively. Yes, no, I always have a sense that I'm a I'm a I'm a heroine. I don't know what that's about. All oh, right, interesting. But that's certainly in my um, memories. It's, it's always somebody who's been persecuted unfairly mm. um, that people are, are threatened by because they are just a sort of beacon of truth. Um, that that's been my general experience. What about yourself? I have uh, my brother-in-law's cousin was regressed back to past life. And um, from what he could piece together from the memories that he had from a past life, it turned out he had shot Kennedy. Wow, well, yeah. that's unlocked a mystery I know. for everyone. And he wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald. He was a second shooter. Right. Because he could see Lee Harvey Oswald in the book repository. So was he on, he was on the grassy in a knoll. Sapruda film? No, he was on the grassy knoll. So have we looked back at the film to see if we can see it? What, back him on and the to the left, knoll? back and to the left. Well, no, you can't see him on the grassy knoll. If you could see him, then there'd be no conspiracy. Sure, no, of course. Yeah. Only he knows, that's the trouble. Could he have been the grassy knoll? Could have been the grassy I knoll. I mean, when we're talking about past lives, do we mean other humans? That's interesting. That's interesting. But no, he definitely had a gun. The difficult thing is that he can't be regressed back specifically enough to know his own name. Gender? Nope. Or why he was there. Colour? Nope. Nothing. Interesting. So although it adds grist to the mill for the conspiracy theorists around the Kennedy assassination, in his mind, it confirms conspiracy. What about yourself? Do you have any feelings in your waters about what you may have been in a past life? Do you believe in past lives? I, I, I don't want to, but I do. Do you know what I mean by that? Mm. You know, on the one hand, my rational self, and I do pride myself on being very rational, as you know, very rational person. I feel like of anyone I know, I can, I'm usually the most... Unspiritual, definitely. Practical. Yeah. Yes, but also objective and neutral. Down to earth. Yeah, I always think, Mm. you know, in any situation, I'm usually the one, even if I'm in a state of high emotion. You've got a brilliant ability to stay close-minded, Whatever the opposite of open-minded is, I think you, you really manage it. I think it's to do with just looking at the facts, you know, looking mm. at the facts and saying, does I mean, this make sense scientifically? Is this sense rationally? But on the other hand, I have always had a sense that I was in charge of something big. That's, right. That was always my sense, that I was some sort of, if they do exist, and I'm not going to deny that I'm intrigued, mm. um, and if a newspaper or magazine is willing to pay for a course of regression for me, then I, I would be happy to take them up pay on that. Pay you at all. Pay me yeah. at all. Would be fucking, yeah. But I, um, I think... You Can know, you ever be regressed and then they go, no, you weren't anything? I don't know. Can you be regressed and then they go, actually, past lives don't exist? I think that it would be weird to have entered into... 
that as a profession. But if you're an objective regressor, mm. can you sort of do 10 sessions and go, OK, let's see if past lives exist. And then, you know, after you've handed over hundreds of pounds, they go, ah, oh, actually. Actually, there's nothing there's there. There's only the here and now. Mm. That I, burning, wonder, you, I wonder. You were never in a burning barn. That's not the one you want to go to, I no. guess. Yeah. I think yeah. they would. I think it would do everyone a service if those people gave up, mm. actually. And can you ever be regressed and just be somebody really... Boring. Dull, yeah. yeah. I well... Or, or what's interesting is, you know, those people that have prejudices, like yourself, who, who you know, maybe, you know, are a bit kind of squeamish about gay women for example mm. if you were kind of regressed and you discovered that you were in fact a, a full on balls out lesbian how would that make you feel? Just to rewind for a minute I'm interested to hear you say that I you think I'm squeamish yeah, yeah. about gay women. Prejudice yeah 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 Where is that bigger, from? Yeah where's, yeah yeah. Where's that what? from? Well you're not you, you are slightly appalled by the fact that I embrace all people sexually and I have slept with you know hands up men women I, I mean I, I'm, I'm not appalled I'm, by that I live by the mantra good you for you you don't like me talking me. to you about my female female experiences I don't want to hear and it. that what I take from that mm. is your deep distaste for my lifestyle choices there we put it out there. I mean, you know, you could oh, argue okay. you don't want to hear the details of my um, sex life because it's it's off-putting. Yeah. But I sense when I talk to you in, in detail, whenever I go into the detail mm. of what, what has happened, um, you, you, you do the face you're doing now, which looks like you're, you're belching. I, it's more... I think the level of detail is uncalled for. That's all I'm saying. And I don't think I'd want to hear that about any of your So okay, say say you're <coughs> regressed and yeah. it turns out that you were not in charge of something big. Mm. That you weren't anyone special. Mm. You were just a very happy, <clears throat> settled lesbian. Well, like Claire Balding. Yeah, but you've been regressed, so Claire Balding exists now, so it's not her. No, no, I'm not saying I could be Claire Balding in a past life. You um, could be Claire Balding from the Saxon era. So you got your little cloth cloth booties on. Um, you're wearing your your your, your animal skin, mm. and you're probably sort of making pots mm. of vessels of some kind. Mm. You've probably, in all honesty, um, got to sleep with with a husband because in those days, I don't think people were able. I don't think I don't know, but I don't think in Saxon times you could be open about a lesbian relationship. I need to check that. Yeah. So you're a you're a Saxonian lesbian. Yeah. And you're you're making pots. Mm-hmm. Um do you mm-hmm. think a personality is shared when you're regressed to a different life? Do you think that all those trappings of the life are the kind of artificial trappings? And do you think the Jennifer that you know to be the true you would still exist in, in the Saxon times? Are you are you trying to imply that I am now a repressed lesbian? Yes. I'm not a repressed lesbian. You've tried this before. I'm not a repressed lesbian. I'm not. I just don't want to hear about all of your kind of tipping the velvet style adventures of, you know, heading down to Oyster Bay or, you know, going down to the red carpet. I think our listeners deserve a bit of context here, which is something that happened a few years ago that me and Jennifer don't really talk (sighs) about. Um, 
Let's call this you a, bit can of a regression you session. Can, you can, you can say this, but I'm going to edit session. it out because my this thing is on the button. Not to Saxon times. No, <sighs> indeedy. This is to the 1990s, and we're in Fleet Street, and we are young wannabe journalists gadding about town. Uh, we've had a few drinks. We've had a few gin and tonics. We've had I'm just going to let you run on with this because I'm cutting it out. Jennifer and I had a very sustained um, sexual episode uh, up against the wall of a pub. Um, <sighs> not far from St Paul's, and I just think it's a shame we can't talk about it. Um, We can't deal with it. We can't say, yes, that happened. It doesn't mean anything scary, but it does mean that you have, there's been instincts, or you certainly had instincts towards me that were more than friendship. Listen, what happened was you... Why did you stop? You were very drunk and you shoved me up against the wall of the pub and uh, behind me a picture cracked. This was before hashtag and me I too, so ki- think rules, the rules were a little bit looser. I, I kissed you back in order to maintain pressure on the glass that were behind me because I was genuinely dear, worried dear, that dear, it had dear. broken to the point where a shard of glass oh my goodness. might impale the back of my neck. That is what really happened. That is what really happened that night. And the reason we don't talk about it is for me to somehow save... I just, I don't, you know, it's not something that we need to go over and over I again. Think I think you're embarrassed. I think you're embarrassed it happened in front of people that still know about it, that have assumed, in fact, that you are um, in a relationship with another woman. And I just think you need to be less squeamish about it. Times have changed and there's no shame in 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 finding both genders attractive. Uh, the fact that you feel embarrassed about it is really naff and dated. You are naff. And dated. Well, interestingly, NAF uh, stands for not available for fucking in um, Polari. So now who's the one who knows about gay culture? I've got no problem with later life lesbians. I enjoyed an article about them uh, only a couple of weeks ago. And they had photos and everything. A very happy looking couple. A little bit butch. But, you know, that's often the way, isn't it? One woman has short hair and wears a denim jacket or a leather bomber jacket. Uh, and the other, and a stripy top. And the other one often has a sort of nice Mary Porter Thank you style. Thank describing what I'm wearing And today. a floaty scarf. Well, that's what I'm wearing. I think what we're both, you know, we look like the ideal later lesbian, later life lesbian couple in some respects. I don't mind saying that one of the best flirts of my life was in Daniel Galvin with Mary Portis. I went and asked for her colour. Um, Did you? As a sort of, you know... What do they call that colour? On fire? Orangutan. And you had a we nice were queuing, We were queuing for the copes. And, you know, I think um, what I really like is the professional woman, mm-hmm. um, lesbian, who has a really front-footed kind of energy. Mm. Um, but none of the bullshit. So it just gave you a little... Woof, seems to be happening a lot. Women in later life who've been married to a man for many years, perhaps had two or three kids, and then suddenly they meet someone maybe on holiday or... And it's suddenly... Yeah, and then suddenly... Life has new meaning for me. Yes, Doc, because I don't know if we can clear that. But I... They, they kind sort of meet of people. wake up and smell the coffee, don't yes, they? Yes, yeah. wake up and smell something. A little bit like what happened a few years ago in, um, in the shadow of St Paul's. Mm. I think that's best left to the past now. Think, you know, we've got that out of our system now. I think maybe let's just move on from that. It's a repressed memory. OK. I'd like it <laughs> to be a repressed. Repress I'd like it to be a repressed. Okay. Can we keep it repressed? Sure. Thanks. <sighs> Sorry.
sorry for the benefit of our uh, listeners. I was smelling my armpits um, because I'm trying to work in a power walk to to work at the moment mm. um, to try and embrace a healthier lifestyle. Mm. And the um, downside of that is I heave for the rest of the day. Yes. But you work from home, so what do you do? Just walk around the block? I do, upstairs, Michael Burke, I read an interview with him years ago and they uh, said, how do you keep fit? And he said, I just climbed the stairs of my house a hundred times. Right. As you know, I live in a flat. Um, but what mm. I do is I just kind of um, do high steps mm. around the living room so that I know that I'm working my glutes. Um, and... Uh, stop when I get dizzy. I think that's so good. I think that's a really good idea because, you know, over the co- I calculated that over the course of my life, I've spent over 20 grand on gym memberships. I don't think that's true. And I have never once set foot in a gym. You should be given some money I just know. for that. I, I go to the You've induction sort of and they never see me gyms. again. I feel yeah. like I've funded gyms mm. around London mm. for many, many years. No, listen, I think, you know, it doesn't take much to get to 20 grand. No, I tell you, a thousand no. pounds a month. And what stopped you from going into these gyms? I just didn't want to do any exercise. Right. I couldn't be bothered. It yeah. just, you know, it comes to the moment, you get all decked out, you get all your outfit on, mm. and you just think, oh, God. Don't you like esteem? I do like esteem. Mm. Yes, that's true. I mean, and I could have made more use of those sort of luxury facilities, mm. but the trouble is people judge you and they have some sort of sixth sense that you haven't really done a workout, that you're just in for a smoothie and a cookie mm. uh, and a sit in the sauna. Mm. And I thought, don't judge me. You got. I remember you got complaints for, for kind of hogging the sauna, didn't you? Yeah, I did. At the David Lloyd, you remember. Well, of. I took a cake in. No, I can see why that would have, I mean, that would have definitely gone against Well, they clean it out every safety. night. And I was, no, I know, but that's, selfish isn't it that's selfish okay, and i think you've got to learn to not feel that everything has to be accompanied by 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 cake you know i mean that's certainly i mean god the the germs in a sauna anyway mm-hmm. um but um yes well anyway as you know i d- i try to avoid fresh air really because i just it just doesn't agree with me and never has and that's why what i've been trying to do is work out a way of never leaving my flat okay. um and and that's where you know, call it agoraphobia. Um, I would call it agoraphobia. Well, yeah. it's it's it is agoraphobia. I'm, I'm happily agoraphobic. Then you know. Well, uh, well, fair enough. Each to their to each their own, as they say. Are you happily agoraphobic? Agora, interestingly, comes from the Latin word for forum. Oh, no, you can't hide behind classic a classical education your whole life. Just ask I, Jacob Rees-Mogg. If you're asking me if I'm phobic of forums, mm-hmm. which is what the word actually means, mm-hmm. and by forums I mean groups of people. Mm. Yes, yes, keep me away from the fora. Okay, the flora and the because for- I'm, flora. A, I'm I'm no, I'm 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 a you know I'm a I'm a I'm somebody who loves my own company. Hands up. Well, and uh, you know I'm I'm happy to be by myself with myself. Do you know what I'm saying? Just me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. You know, me time. You and know, actually, sometimes you... I just put in my diary time with Lillian. Time you know, with Lillian. You know, because... and that doesn't mean masturbation necessarily. Well. It can be it can be part of it, but it's not specifically. I don't to put do that in that. my diary. No, no, no. no, no, no to diarise kind of, masturbation. It kind of happens organically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure, sure. But you know, I just think if you're not happy to be, if you're not happy being by yourself, what's going on? You mean inside? I always think that about people who are obsessive about running. I mean, yes, they get very fit, but what are you running from? Yeah, you can't yeah. run from yourself. What are you running to? What are you running to? Yeah. But what are you trying to run away from? Yeah, you know what? You and it's always a type, isn't it? And you, you think, think Jimmy Savile, along. you can run oh, and run on, and run. It, oh, he was a runner. Yes, you think you can run and run and run and run, but at the end of the so race, you're, you're saying still... running is synonymous with necrophilia. Mm-hmm. 
I, th- I wouldn't go that far, but there's I, an article in that. Well, it's that's true. That's true. I don't, I, there there may well be some crossover. I just mean, you know, you start the marathon as Jimmy Savile, and you can run and run and run and run, but at the end of the marathon, you're still Jimmy Savile. Do you know what I mean? Or Paula Radcliffe. Or Paula. You know, I can't get away from. I remember watching Paula Radcliffe in the marathon. My dad was a huge fan, mm. uh, mainly because. Um, she was married to a Northern Irish man, and my father, and as he you likes know, was very, Northern Irish. He likes very it, slim women. He liked women that look like boys. Um, and, um, yeah, and, and I remember him watching it, and he was a big fan of Paula. He's like, come on, we Paula, come on, we Paula. And then she um, did the thing she did by the roadside. Yes. Suddenly he hated her. No. Suddenly it was, you, you know, I couldn't even say what he said. And that was just because a female... Had a female athlete had defecated by the side of the road. Now I don't know much about athletics. Nope. No, no. I don't know much about running. Nope. I don't know. Well, no, I do know about defecating, but I don't know whether it's normal to need to do that. But I'm assuming if Paula did it, it is. And I don't oh, actually. No, I don't is. even know if she defecated. It might have been um, no, no, just, just a number knew. one. But the, the, what was interesting to me was my father. My the male hatred. He went from adoration. It was like seeing a marriage, you know, play out. Adoration on a pedestal. You know, you're amazing. You're you're a goddess. Then she just gave in to a basic biological function, and she was dead to him. She was a whore. That is astonishing and so telling. You're absolutely right. And and for the record, I'd say it is normal for marathon runners to defecate on great. the road. Okay, great. So, Paula, no judgment here. No. And if you notice, at the end of a marathon, the cameras will very firmly remain waist up. Right. Uh, this is absolutely true because of the mess. Because if you think about it, it makes sense. Because so hang on, you're telling me that everybody that finishes a marathon... No, not everybody. I'm just saying that it it can happen because it's a natural... As you say, the, the bowel gets of loose course, as yeah. you run. Yeah, we're now, all human. But imagine, now it's fine if, if you've you... have earned some money for charity... So forgive. But there are people like Paula who are doing the marathon and they're for professional reasons and they want a personal best. So they and deliberately... Mere seconds right. out of the race. So they, she wouldn't consider running into a ladies in no, Café Rouge. Because she wants route. that personal best. She wants that world record. And anyway, there's not... There might be a lot of Café Rouges, a lot of Starbucks, but they're not, like, literally by the side of the marathon No, route. and sometimes you have to get a key for the door or a yeah, code. Yeah, or there's a queue. Or you have to buy a coffee. All these kind of, you know... Um, the uh, little kind of toilets, portaloos that yep. they put up. Can you imagine the queues? What's that going to do to a yeah, PB? Exactly. And so it's. But you know, what was interesting for me was, you know, I was I was forming my opinion, I guess, as all girls do, from the way their father treats and observes and and, uh, and reacts to women. Yep. And you know, Paula had always been we Paula had been the big heroine in our house. Mm-hmm. You know, more than Mother Teresa. You know, similar to me, I always liked Sherry Blair, and then my dad was very rude about her when she appeared in a bikini in the Daily Mail. On, right. On a beach in Cornwall right and I felt absolutely slapped in the face Mm. yeah so it is you're right you know the father's response to women he sees on the television forms a young girl's yes because part of me thought wow okay I can never do a marathon in case I defecate yes and your dad would basically turn his back on you yeah and ironically he turned his back on you anyway even though you hadn't defecated in public yeah he did he did so it was you could have done a marathon all along I presume you've just sort of exercised your choice not to. It's all right. It's not really my thing. But I just, I suppose what it's made me realise is that my dad was always going to be like that. Yeah. Whatever I did. Yeah. And there was no way of me fighting that because that's about him and not about me. It's not that I've done anything wrong. It's that he always gets to a stage in his relationship with a female 
when he turns on them. And, and is that and why? He, was your mother very constipated as a result or how did she cope with that? My mum did always have um, issues that way. Mm. I, I've never made that connection. I, as you know, am very regular. Oh, I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. That was, um, yeah, I really enjoyed the... No, you're looking like... I mean, I didn't I didn't not enjoy it. Yeah. I, I... I wouldn't say I enjoyed it. OK. Well, I was just trying to do quite a nice sign-off. Oh, well, yeah. No, um, well, it was... It happened, and if you want to hear us again then come again to it good god that was good <laughs>